Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. to making moves i am here with cmo of rare beauty miss katie welch hi thank you so much for coming on the show i'm so so excited to meet you i'm so happy to be here (laughs) all of my friends remy alicia my manager they're like katie is the best so i told you that when you came in but i just have to reiterate thank you you are well liked amongst my friend group oh my god so (laughs) first of all your friends are amazing i love them and they spoke so highly of you so i feel so honored to be here thank you so much for inviting me thank you um so katie tell us give me your elevator pitch about because you're from the midwest i love a fellow midwesterner people know we are the best i love midwest Midwest is best yeah i love i love midwest girlies and guys (laughs) so um tell me about how you got to la and got your role at rare yeah uh so i from the midwest went to college in ohio graduated and moved to New York immediately after graduation, Mm -hmm. and then had a long career in New York where I was working uh, in retail and beauty and marketing a lot in PR, spent many years in communications agencies, Mm -hmm. and uh, fell in love with being on the brand side. So I I was the VP of marketing for Bliss in 2010. 
after having spending having spent many years on the agency side working at Weber Shandwick, which was one of the largest mm-hmm. PR agencies, which is really where I honestly I met my first mentor, learned how to think, learned how to think about brands and storytelling, and it's really what sort of sparked the, my love for what I do and for marketing, and was able to find this job uh, at Bliss, and then I realized, oh my gosh, I all this brand storytelling, you can actually do it to impact a business and see it come to life on on a shelf or, or in a store or in a spa in that instance. And from there, just knew that that was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, was fortunate to meet the founder of Hourglass and was hired as their SVP of global marketing in 2015. And that's what brought me from New York to uh, Los Angeles. And then in that position, I was then promoted to their chief marketing officer. Amazing. Oh, thanks. What Wonderful okay. company. Yeah, I have to. All of those yeah, companies Yeah, so we can go into awesome. all those okay. details. But that's sort of the how I got to LA. No, I love it. OK, so. Over a long amount of time. And then after 16 Hourglass, years. you're now with Rare. After Hourglass, I was at The Honest Company. I was the oh, general honest. manager of Honest Beauty and, and then Rare. OK. Yeah. OK, copy. And you went to Denison. Yes. The that's the college you went to. Yeah. And Denison is is that in DePaul's conference? Oh my god, this is like a sports question. Like, I, but I, I think it's like it's <laughs> D3, similar. It's D three. It's like the Ohio version like, version of DePaul. Correct? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. I'm D3. like, we need to Google this. Yeah. Yeah. It I must think so. Be. We're like, is it? In is the it? <laughs> Sports. Yeah. Uh, what I think people, it is. Now, when I was at Denison, there weren't, I don't know, sports weren't huge, but now I think it's much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad went to DePauw, and we were talking about this because yes. uh, it's like, I feel like not many people probably know of Denison yeah. unless you're like from the Midwest, totally. right? Yeah. Yeah. And what did you study there? It was English literature. Okay. And then did you have any idea? Like, were you always that girl? You're like, I'm going to be in the big city. Yeah. Okay. I was. I, yeah, that's so interesting. You just always knew it. I, I loved, always knew it. I always knew it. I always loved New York. And I was in, I remember like when I was 10 years old, I, I went on a trip to New York. And then when I graduated high school, I, I went to New York. My uncle uh, gave me a trip and, and we went to New York and it was wonderful. And I, I think I've always, like in high school, I was, or maybe even looking back, I was always a, very much a pop culture fanatic. Me too. I just, yeah, I just loved. The magazines. Like people, magazines. Yeah. Yes, and, and I loved fashion, but I wasn't a fashionista. I just loved consuming it all. So like, mm-hmm. whether it was reading Vogue or watching Entertainment Tonight at the time or mm-hmm. reading even Rolling Stone. I remember my mom had a subscription to Rolling Stone. And so it was sort of this, po- this concept of pop culture was always around me. It was something that really very much excited me. And then so when you think about where is that, that's in big cities. Yeah. And so I did sort of have this vision of, oh my gosh, I'm going to move to New York. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And because I, I feel like it's way harder to move to a big city than people think, especially if you have no connections, you know, like no yeah. one. Like I, I feel like people don't get enough credit. It, that's so interesting. You're right. I, I, I don't. It's a big move. It's a big move. And I've never thought about that. Uh-huh. Even when I moved to LA, I remember one of my friends in New York said, you know what? That's a big deal. Like mm-hmm. you just picked up and moved. You didn't know it. Like, I knew some people, but. I didn't know how it was going to turn out, yeah. especially to move for a job. That it, It's a risk. And I think I've never been – I guess I'm pretty fearless mm-hmm. at times. That's so When it comes to work, not when it comes to other stuff maybe. But, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think you're right. We have to give ourselves as Midwesterners credit for moving to the big city. <laughs> yeah, because at least for me, like yeah. I would not have the job or career that I do without living here. No. I just wouldn't. Yeah. And I hate, I hate to say that because I, I went back and I spoke at my high school actually a, year, a couple of years ago. And I remember someone in, in the audience said, can I have this same job or can I do the same career path in St. Louis? 
That's such a hard question. I know. And I know being from St. Louis, people love it's you know, people love the home it's a hometown city. Their families have lived there mm-hmm. for generations and and I just said not specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you can't like if you specifically you don't want I don't want to lie. I'm not a good liar. Terrible liar. <laughs> Terrible liar, bad poker face, none of that. So I <laughs> was like, "No, you can't." But maybe, I don't know, maybe now that you can with there's there's so much more entrepreneurial opportunities. There's so much more remote work. Yeah, maybe you can today. But at that time, yeah, there wasn't. It's pretty crazy how much just being in a room is all it takes to get that right opportunity. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like recently I've been invited to a few things where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm in my dream room yeah. or like scenario right now. Do you ever feel like that? So, yes. Yeah. You know, that's how I got the my, my rare beauty position. I was at a conference and I and I met the the CEO, our, our CEO, my boss. And he came up to me and he said, Katie Welch, uh, I emailed you and you didn't write me back. Wait, OK. And Con- I said, who are what? <laughs> Like, well, okay, hold on. Let's Wait, conference? What conference? That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> Her using TikTok Okay, lingo. listen, it was a LinkedIn. It was a LinkedIn message. Okay. It's a great, it's one of my mediums that I love posting on, but answering emails in the DM or on LinkedIn are tough. I'm sure you get a gazillion. Uh, just, you know, it's, it's, everyone does, Yeah, I think. Um, well, not really true, but I'm sure okay. you get a gazillion. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, everyone does. Oh, where where were we? We were at a Women's Wear Daily conference. Okay, and then he comes up to you, and he knew you who you were. Yes, and was like, you didn't respond to me. Yes. Ooh, playing a little hard to get, but you weren't playing. I <laughs> you was. Just, you just were hard to get. I was just like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Yeah. What? Tell me. Let's talk about it. What? What did you want? Yeah. <laughs> what did you email what did me you about? Write me? Yeah. And he's like, no, I just wanted. I've heard about you. I just wanted to get to know you. And and what I didn't know at the time was that he was working on this project with Selena and. I was looking to fill the marketing role. Wow. And were you like, like shook the house down boots? Were you blown away? Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like, were you like, what? This is crazy. Yes. But it's exactly what you were saying. Time and place. Like, had I, I mean, I guess, well, there's a few things. (laughs) Had I responded to my LinkedIn messages, hello, that was one option. Or, um, you know, had I not been there, then maybe he could have met someone else. And Uh who knows the way it's sliding. It's like sliding doors. Even so much of, I feel like even with dating or meeting anyone, Mm -hmm. so much of relationship is just like the present, like your instincts. Do I feel safe with you? Do I feel, I I know you're a big fan of Angela Arantz and she's like, she's so big on like instincts. Like, do I trust you? Yeah. Do I, even with Alicia and I, I feel like we work because we're like, I just get you and, and, and it's hard to explain. You know, I was just talking to, about instinct and gut with one of my coworkers, a, a woman on my team yesterday, mm-hmm. because we we were working on a project, we changed directions, and I talked to her about it afterwards, and she said, "Gosh, I was thinking that. I knew that." And I said, "I, I this is this is a great lesson and an opportunity to start to trust your gut trust and your and and your instinct." And I said, "You." And she was working on a project with some more senior individuals, and I said. It's not a hierarchical thing. Like, you have this role and you have this position for a reason. I, I, I this is a great opportunity for you to trust your gut and speak up. And yeah. I said, thankfully, you're you're working in a in a company in an environment that's very collaborative, and we appreciate everyone's uh, opinion. So I want to hear from you. Like, I want you to speak up, especially if you get that 
gut feeling, that gut instinct. Mm-hmm. Because I do think that's something that you you hone, and Angela talked about that, you, that you, you hone as you grow your career. And the more experience you have, the more you develop your gut and your instinct. And that is something that I that I value so much, whether it's with people or just in day-to-day of like, okay, I'm reviewing this project or this photo or this image or this caption or anything. Yeah. And I think, okay, like for the most part, I usually trust my team. I, I, I'm so grateful that I have this amazing talented brilliant team and they know sometimes if I change something it's there's a gut reason usually yeah it's not it's not personal no no yeah yeah no and you that too I think comes with with experience that it's 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 not personal it's not subjective it's you usually have a reason or rationale behind something Mm -hmm. how would you recommend someone that is you know new to this yeah and like how do you how do you become more aware of like what is a gut instinct versus what is something you're just thinking that's crazy? Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. You have to. Oh gosh. Well, it's a few things. You have to. It's building up your confidence. You have to have trust in yourself. And when you have trust in yourself, you have more confidence. And, but, part of that, is being willing to fail and not scared to fail. And that all comes back to confidence too. Mm. Because if you know, and I think honestly, the most important thing is five years from now, you're probably not going to remember this situation or this person or whatever you're reading. And so like as much as the narrative that we have in our head, the stories we tell ourselves, the chatter, like you got to check that chatter in your head, the the chatter that we have going on, you're not going to remember it in a few years. So why are you letting it weigh on you so hard Mm -hmm. when you can go back? like, and you can learn from this experience, and sometimes you just have to go for it. And if you're not afraid to fail, which is sort of a trite statement, a lot of people say that, but there's 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 validity to it. So if you're not afraid to fail and you're and you're confident in yourself and you ultimately trust yourself, all of those things help to hone and develop your gut. Wow, so good. It's crazy because it's so simple, but, but the most hard. complex. It's hard, and especially, you know, it's easier. It's easier to. Just keep talking to yourself and say, I don't know, I don't know, what should we do, what should we do? It's easier to not decide. It's easier to not go forward. It's easier to – that's safer. That's the safer route. It's hard. Wow. You know? Like yeah. it's if, if – let's say I want to – let's say it was you and you're thinking about starting making moves. You could have thought about it for months or for years and never started it. You just have to jump sometimes. That's so true. You yeah. just have to launch. You just have to launch and just have to try. And you know what? It, I mean, you obviously are a clear success, but it may not have, mm-hmm. you know, in part of that, those experiences, those failures and successes are what help to develop your gut. Wow. Okay. So explain to me what the heck does being a CMO entail? Like, what does that mean? It's chief marketing officer. officer yeah. So that to me seems like the best type of chief title, like chief marketing officer. I feel like I would be- I agree. I'd be like decent at that. You yeah, know what I mean? 100% I, I you see would myself, be. You'd be great. I could see myself- Yes. That's the one, not yeah. not CFO. <laughs> no. I'm not a financial math girly. So I but just want to know. Hold on. Time out. What? Don't tell yourself that. Don't okay. say that. Why? Because that that's like part of a narrative that we tell your that you okay. tell yourself in your head. Yes, you are. Of course you're a math girly. Of course you're a financial girly. Oh, okay. Well, love this. Seriously. Okay. You know? You're right. You're right. Because I I talk to my team about this too and I sometimes check myself and the other thing is I, I have noticed throughout my career some people say, oh, you don't like that. You don't like the numbers. And I don't ever want to be that person that someone says that. Because how dare you say to me I don't like the numbers? That's so true. Let me decide that I don't let me like be the, the person. Don't, yeah, you know? So 
Okay. Just wanted to check yourself. That. No, that's good. I need to. I need people to check me often. <laughs> okay. So what does CMO okay. mean? Like, what is that? What does that entail? Yeah. So it's different. It's different at every brand and mm-hmm. every company. For it, but for Rare Beauty, the chief marketing officer is really sort of all, any of the brand storytelling, the anything that's sort of public facing, mm-hmm. uh, facing to our to our viewers, our consumer facing. I don't really like to use the word consumer, but it's anything consumer facing, and literally what it is. So the the team is comprised of. The, the creative team. So creative is uh, the look, feel, tone, and manner, any of the key visuals for any launch campaign, product visuals, campaign campaigns starring Selena, of course. So all of the creative. And so it's not just the visual, but then it's also the creative concept. So what is the campaign entail? What does the... Uh, then that sort of leads into brand and product marketing, which is from the brand marketing standpoint, that's developing the mission, vision, values of the brand. How is that coming to life? Then from product marketing, that's working on the product positioning. What's the product point of difference? Uh, not only how does it, what does it look like, but how do we talk about it? And then how do we bring that to life, whether it's on Sephora.com, on our own channels, so brand and product marketing. Then there's consumer marketing. And that's all, that's basically how all of the elements of, of storytelling in social, in digital, that's all of our consumer marketing. Then there's communications, that's mm-hmm. influencer marketing, that's traditional media, that is uh, any sort of global communications. Then we have social impact. So then the head of social wow. impact reports into me. And that's and that is a unique point of difference that not a lot of brands have, but that's because Rare Beauty is a mission-driven brand. It was important that we had a team dedicated to it so that it wasn't ever lost or forgotten, mm-hmm. that it truly was spearheaded from within the industry. So while it's all these teams under marketing, the most important role of the chief marketing officer is to integrate them all and make sure that they're all connecting and speaking to one another and truly connected in one working together because it's it's we, we don't have large enough marketing budgets that we can sort of push out a marketing message mm. where you can see a TV ad, an out-of-home ad, a, 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 you know, social ads when you're just bombarded over the head. Like, we're not Nike. We don't have Nike budgets. Mm-hmm. But when you have the sum of all those total parts in harmony and you get that out the door, that's going to be the strongest message to get to you, our consumer, our, our, our community member, whomever. And so it's kind of like... Like leading an orchestra and making sure they all play beautiful music together. That was a great analogy. You know, so it is. Yeah. It's like, and and everyone, every piece of the sort of orchestra is so important. They're uh-huh. all so important. Like, and it does not matter what level. Off. It yeah. does correct. That's oh my god, that's a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's TikTok. totally true, and and it's so interesting because I see because I've sort of been in all those. I mean, not literally, but I've because I've grown up in this industry and I, I've been in the coordinator and the assistant role. And I've seen how frustrating it can be when you're doing things when you're like, I went to college. Why am I doing this sort of administrative mm-hmm. or why am I packing gift bags? Mm-hmm. But then when you take a step back and you look at, well, listen, let me tell you what that gift bag is going to do or how that gift bag, like the colors of it that then contribute to ultimately the sale of a product yeah. at Sephora, which is what the goal of the business is. Mm-hmm. So it's I've always found it's important to explain the end goal in any of your positions and sort of what the individuals on the team, what their role is and how they play a, such a big part. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. 
Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places. And the beauty is they're all different. None of us are the same. So why should our homes be? Someone may want hardwood floors. Someone else may say carpet all the way. Questionable call, but hey, to each their own. Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent, you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I personally love Apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. That's pretty amazing. It sounds like you're in charge of a lot of people. Do you know how many people you're in charge of? It's like 20. Well, I have six direct reports and then they have teams, but the total marketing team is 20. Okay. And do you feel like that's ever overwhelming or do you kind of like being the leader of that pack? Uh, Oh, I I, I like it. Is that a weird thing to say? No, I I actually enjoy it being a leader in some aspects as well. I like being a leader. I There's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. I um no, I like I once had a client when I worked uh, at Weber Shanwick in the um in the in the communi- the communications agency and this was God, when did she say this to me? Uh, fifteen years ago. And I remember she said, Katie, when you speak, people listen. And I was pretty junior at the time. And it always stuck with me. And and I we were I was working on this exercise with a with a coach and she said with a group of people and she said, Everyone, what's your superpower? And that came back to me. And and it and it's so interesting. And it's like, yes, I can do that when I and I think that's why I enjoy my career so far, why I enjoy my uh my job, because it's not about leading it's so much like galvanizing and inspiring and getting the team together for this one common goal. But it's also why I love 
TikTok so much. It's, it's not because I like a microphone, which I listen. I think I probably do. <laughs> um, <laughs> me, you know? really me. I get it. Like get it. I've been on QVC. I like a karaoke mic. Whatever. That's for yeah. another conversation. But but man, when I saw the impact, like when I got DMs, and I know I'm sort of bouncing around, and no, now we're talking okay. about mentorship. But when I started to get DMs from people saying, "Katie, I listened to your TikTok." And I and I and I practiced these things for my interview, and oh my god, I got the job. You were like, "That's the best feeling in the world." You're like, "I'm in the right spot." Because it's I'm doing like the right you thing. Wanna, you to be able to make a difference in someone's life feels great, you know. And it's like as much as I thought, God, what can I? I want to do something, you know. What what can I do to give back? And I think about that a lot. And then finally, when I realized, why can't you think about what you're good at? And how can I give that back? If I could help someone find their, navigate their career because someone did that for me, because like you and I, growing up in the Midwest, if you wanted to, again, no shade to the Midwest is best. My mother was a high school English teacher and then a principal. My father worked for Anheuser-Busch. Neither of those career paths have anything to do. Anheuser-Busch. Agreed. Neither of those career paths have anything to do with selling lipsticks. And that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So... I thought if I could help people do that Mm -hmm. and explain these different career paths, because I met someone when I was 18 years old and she worked at Estee Lauder and I was like, will you work there? That's a, that's a thing. You can do that. Mm -hmm. And that was when the light bulb went off and I was like, okay, I do want to move to New York. I remember I had a subscription to Women's Wear Daily when I was in college. You could get student subscriptions. I didn't know what I was reading, but I was reading it because at the time in the nineties, you got paper news, Uh they don't have the print daily print anymore, but. And so that's when I started reading it. So I thought that one woman made such a difference in my life. So then if I know that I could have this power in having words that matter and I can use those words to help people navigate their career paths, because I think that beauty is a is a cool industry. It's a great industry. I also think that we need new, fresh voices in the industry. So if I could help people navigate that, mm-hmm come from wherever they come from, Missouri or wherever, why not? It's also so cool. Well, first of all, everything you just said. That was a bit of a ramble. No, but uh, no, everything you just said in regards to the mentorship stuff is verbatim how I think when it comes to like when Alicia, the way Alicia has taken me under her wing, I, there's nothing more I want to do than do that for someone one day because I would not be who I am without her mentorship. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. And it's the most rewarding thing being able to, or knowing that I can somehow, to to some degree, help someone feel a little bit more comforted in their career path or plan. And I'm sure you get that same feeling. I, so when I first started TikTok, I, I I didn't, I didn't know. Well, I started for a few things. Like I wanted to, figure it out because mm-hmm. I wanted to learn the, the medium, the, yeah. uh, what it was. Well, and... it's such a big, um, rare beauty is like such a big uh, yeah. like thing on TikTok. Like yeah. every beauty and non-beauty influencer, creator oh, and small, just um, normal people, they're yeah. testing your products on TikTok. Oh, thanks. Like, I, I feel I like- I have an amazing team. Who, it's like, a huge asset. Organic content and an amazing PR team who, who, who seeds stuff. But even like when, I remember like in 2019 when it was people were just doing the renegade dance. Yeah. Like, I was like, what is this? And I and I was testing out. I 
I've always felt like, you know, as, as a marketer, your your most important, one of the most important qualities is you have to stay on top. You have to be curious. You have to stay on top of trends. And I was watching how my attention was going to TikTok. And I thought, well, shoot, if it's happening to me, my gosh, it's got to be happening to other people. And so then obviously you know that as, as a brand, you have to figure that out. And the brands are going to have to figure out this medium. And I've never been a person who doesn't go all in and you know, I, I remember speaking with a friend, and she's she's an agent, and she said, "Gosh, I meet with CMOs. They don't even have TikTok downloaded now. They probably do." Which is but this crazy, is though. Crazy. It's that crazy. is crazy. It is crazy. So, I, so I went the extreme, downloaded it, and then started, started uploading. Well, and, and I thought so. <laughs> you that, start renegating? Well, I said, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Haven't done a single dance. Don't plan to. Nobody needs to see that. It would get one view. My mom. Um, no, I was doing picture videos of my dog just to try and figure out how it worked, and then, then I, then I thought, I started thinking about what we were talking about, how I met this woman. And, and, and I'm like, gosh, I wonder if I could, what could I do? Could I put out? Mm-hmm. Because I th- my insight was, you know, there's so many career paths that people don't know about. You think you want to work in, in beauty and it's like, okay, so true. I just want to, you know, well, I am not a makeup artist or I don't really, maybe someone doesn't want to work in social media and they think that those are really the only career paths because those are sort of the most public. Well, and I'm sorry to jump in. No, but, fine, please. But in the Midwest, that is not a normal job. Like, you don't no, know that right. exists. Like, right. I empathize with people like right. that were us. Yeah. Back in the, like, normal jobs there are lawyer. Like, the normal good jobs. Lawyer, doctor. Yeah, more traditional. Maybe you're an athlete. Yeah. Maybe um, you're a nurse, teacher. Yep, teacher. And, but, like, growing up, that I had no idea my job, it, it didn't exist. Yes. Or, and, and even your job. Yeah. like that, I didn't that, know this was a thing. You have no idea. Right. And that's so cool that with TikTok now, people can be like, whoa, I can do that? Exactly. So it's it's here these different, whether it's product development, you, you know, e-commerce, uh, legal, um, op- uh, operations, regulatory, like there's so many human resources. Like mm-hmm. there's so many things that if you love makeup and you're excited about cosmetics, you love the industry, you want to get in, there could be a path where you have a strength, where you would excel and you will shine. You just didn't know it was there. Mm. And, and and so that's one part of it. And the other part is helping people like prep, prep for an interview. Because I think that the other thing is pe- people don't necessarily know. There's stuff that people don't don't teach you. Well, a- anyway, so, so, so I started and I started getting all these comments. And, and, and so I'd respond to the comments, and it's, it was taking up a lot of time because they were, they were real. There wasn't enough space. Like there was character limit, you know. And I think I was still under ten thousand, so I couldn't go live. And so I did a video, and I was like, I want to. Do, I'll do some thirty-minute mentor sessions. Well, that one blew up, and then I think I eventually got to ten thousand, and I could do do lives. But I had I had a handful of people that signed up to do. I just did for for a. I don't even know what year it was. Maybe it was 2020. I did a bunch of, and I still do 30 minute sessions. Maybe up to a hundred. I've met with nearly a hundred people. You're kidding? No, it was so wonderful. Kitty, that's amazing. I, we were in quarantine. Like, thank you, thank you. But that's not. I'm not. I'm not telling. We, we were, first of all, we were in quarantine. Like, no, but that is amazing. And that's really cool. But so from like just I just I just opened up like a Calendly, however the heck you pronounce that Calendly link. Yeah. And for 30 minutes every day for. And then some, some more on, on, on weekends, I would just meet with people and we would talk about the resume and we would talk about whatever. And I remember there was this one woman and she she sent me her resume and we're going through it. And the first thing she said to me was, I just work at Sephora. And I was like, stop. That's awesome. And that is huge. 
it's you're not, in the right direction. Not, yes. And she's like, yeah, like, because she was in retail, mm-hmm. she thought she wasn't. I said, let's break it down. Let's talk about what you're doing. You are, do you meet with the brand educators? Do you, you're learning? And, and I go, do people come in from the brands and train you about the new product launches? And she said, yes. And I said, well, guess what? That's brand and product marketing. Yeah. That's also education, which is a uh, uh, within the sales department. And I explained what that is. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I said, okay, and then are you stocking the shelves and like instantly the gondolas? Like, okay, that's visual merchandising and that's creative and that is product, also product marketing. And we talked about all the things that she learned doing that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, then are you working on the sampling and are you working on what's uh, like any sort of promotion on the window where people are coming in because they see something on Sephora.com? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, that's retail marketing. Mm-hmm. And so we reframed. And then she had all these photos also attached. And I'm like, what are all these photos? She goes, oh, I, I shot those. And I'm like, these are stunning. <gasps> You're like, photographer. She's a photographer. photographer. Yeah. You're a photographer. You are a content yeah. creator. And so she reimagined her resume, uh-huh. her personal narrative. She knew this wasn't a lie. Mm. I'm not saying lie on your resume. All this was there. You still said she was a Sephora store. It's so a language, it, though. It's re. It's re, it's re it's the narrative. It's storytelling. I mean, that's what I do as a marketer. But... She learned all that stuff, and she just didn't know to think, it th- think of it that way. And so then, fast forward, I got, I got a month ago or something, I got the sweetest DM from her, and she's like, Katie, you changed – and I'm not trying – I no, said, you it's changed okay. my Flex. life. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how? Oh, my gosh. No, rightfully so. You did. No, you did. But, but I just pointed her in a new direction, and she's been working at, an, I believe, an influencer marketing agency, and – She's just she's doing great, and it just is awesome. It's the best feeling in the world. And like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yes, it takes up a lot of time. <laughs> I have no life, as you know. So like, I have the time to dedicate it to it. Why wouldn't I? Also, though, you never know. Yes, you're helping a gazillion people, and you don't have it. to be, and you're doing it for free, which is amazing. But what's amazing about this world is that especially the business world, is that when you invest into others and you're a kind human being and you expect nothing in return, things just come in return. Like one day you never know if that girl might be the next CMO or CEO of the next Rare Beauty and you guys are buds and then you do a collab with your, like, do you know what I mean? Or you never know if she might work for you and she might be the perfect candidate. Or you never know if she... Ends up meeting someone that can connect you with, you know what? You just yeah. never know yeah. what doing good, can, how it can be returned it's true. to you. It's true. Imagine if the world was just a little bit more kind. Yeah. Wouldn't that be good? But no, but truly, I mean, I'm, I I started doing it because I loved it. I mean, I would, I would wake up and I would look at my calendar and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you set up another mentoring session. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm still a human. I would be, oh, God, I'm a little tired. Yeah. And I promise you, after every single one. I was energized. And I I'm, love but that. I'm also a pe- like this is also what I love. I'm a people person mm-hmm. and I get fueled by like that's how I energize myself is because I I love meeting people. So I I, I just the really, exact same. you're the same way. I I just I just enjoy it. So so I feel grateful and I'm and I'm grateful to Rare Beauty that that I'm able to that they don't say don't do that. No, that's <laughs> amazing. And you know what? I by the way, if you don't follow Katie on TikTok, oh, and thanks. because people, this is making moves for a reason. Like people come here to, I feel like learn how to further their career yeah. with a little bit of spice, a little bit of juice. Like we talk about dating on here, we talk about like fun, uh, random pop culture, but we also talk about like how to further your career, how to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. And if you're interested in that kind of stuff at all, you have to follow Katie's thanks. TikTok because you give the best tips. Thanks. And um, I just have to say. You know how that mentor told you when you talk, people listen? Yeah. 
I think that you need to do more just speaking TikToks without even a sound. Because when you do talk, people listen. Yeah. And if you gave like, you do this sometimes because I was stalking your TikTok last yeah. night. And a lot of you use a lot of the sounds and stuff, which are, are, are awesome. And you're like totally so well versed in TikTok lingo. Like I'm very impressed. <laughs> but I'm like, if even if you just pull out your I phone know. and you're like, hey, this um, just speaking like you don't even have to use a sound like your voice is powerful. Oh, Seriously. Thanks. It's just time. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's it's so hard. I get it. Trust me. I get it. Well, th- that was one thing. My Gosh, content creation after doing this. Do you empathize more with like oh, influencers? Yes. Okay, tell me everything about that because I'm like so curious. Like what were you like, oh my gosh. It I takes forever. It's hard. Okay, explain. Once I realized that that people were listening and that it, it and, and not, not from a vanity standpoint, from a, oh gosh, you got to put out something that's beneficial. Yeah. And you also don't want to look your well, worst. Well, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm, not Even a, I'm not young, so I have to like make sure that it's pulled together. No, stop. Because You're when it's like beautiful. Thank but I have a to lot say, rare beauty. No. A lot of makeup. Rare beauty. A lot well, of makeup. I have to say though, like I'm I uh am so envious of male creators. Cause like <laughs> I'm like, I would probably get so much more done in the day if I didn't have to get right. ready every day. Listen, I went to an all-girls high school and I think that was really instrumental for me. I mean, I because I love makeup so much, mm. clearly my career is in it. But yeah. I didn't care about. I, mean, I wore a uniform. I had my hair scrunchy for four years straight. Anyway, uh, no, and you should be comfortable in your own skin. But I, um, I prefer <laughs> to wear makeup. No, I get so it. So I don't just like wake up and start filming content. But yeah, it it, ta- it takes the, the time commitment, the planning commitment, the actual filming, like the, the, the logistics of filming mm-hmm. and filming it in the app versus filming it outside the app, the editing, the editing yes. of like changing the words. If God forbid you spell something and how normal, misspell something and how normal it is to misspell it mm-hmm. and how normal it is to misspell it and, and hit post. And mm-hmm. then you say, oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> All of that stuff, it's not easy. So especially as a brand, when you go back and you're like, oh, can you change that? Can you do that? Like, that is, it's hard. You know, and so I think the, the most thing for important for a brand when working with content creators is like have such a tight brief. Not such a tight brief that you're you're instructing the individual what to say because that won't come across authentic. Mm. But tight enough so that they understand so that at the, so you won't have to have multiple edits. You know what I will say as being a content creator, I actually sometimes I always appreciate when people are like, obviously, this is your content. Make it as original to you as possible. Uh That is key. But I'm not going to lie. I kind of love the stricter sometimes when brands are they're like, these are the exact talking points instead of being like choose from this big list yeah. because it's it's almost easier for me to get the what they want across. Yeah, yeah. And as a content creator, I want to be able to ultimately sell the product right. or like do what they want, you know? Well, it, it's almost like it's a cue from 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 traditional advertising or, or sort of working with advertising or creative agencies. The better the brief, the better the results of the creative. Ooh. You're a, you're a creative con- what you're creating is no different than what an ad agency or a create yeah. creative it's still a piece of content for a brand. So you need to have a, a, a tight brief and that's sort of what's the understanding what the end goal of the business is or understanding sort of the key message points 
because I found that the better the brief, the better the creative. Like, mm. and you've known that too. Like, how many brainstorms have you been in with about anything? It could be about making moves, whatever. Where if you're just sort of spitballing free for all, you're kind of all over the board. Maybe nothing really comes to fruition. But if you really hone in on, okay, this is what we want to brainstorm. These are the whatever the elements of the brainstorm are. The more specific you are. The better the cre- the better the brainstorm is going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of in that same vein. That's so funny. It kind of goes back to what you were talking about with gut instinct, and it's harder to make a like firm, strong decision, but it's always better. Mm-hmm. Like totally, it, it's always more effective. Yeah, I guess hundred percent. I want to go back to that orchestra analogy that you had yes, and how there's a bunch of different roles people play or um, forms of marketing, right? Uh What would you say for Rare Beauty is the most effective? Like, would it be the influencer marketing? Uh, Would it be traditional, like, I don't know, commercials or billboards or, you know, you know what you guys do best or what do you, what do you guys take the most seriously, I guess? You're not gonna like this answer, but it's it's all of it because Mm -hmm. I've done analysis uh, whether it was at Rare Beauty or, or previous companies too, where I've just looked at, you look week by week at what's running, what's happening, and and then you you can you know juxtapose, it, you can analyze it against the sales, and you can usually what I find is that when everything is sort of going at once, that's when you see the best results. So when mm. yes, uh, definitely an influencer program or let's say like your influencer mailers are starting to hit people are starting to talk about a product Mm -hmm. but then at the same time do you get a sephora.com email or you have exposure on the sephora homepage? Mm -hmm. then maybe you say you're driving down the street and you see a billboard then there's a um it could be it could be a direct mail piece it could be a radio ad spotify ad it could be anything because you think about it as a as a like as a normal shopper you or i you have to see something five to seven times so many times to remember it and then even think about now you don't just you don't nest maybe sometimes an Instagram ad like you buy something like those what is that hot roller oh, you know what uh, I'm saying yes like that thing like maybe you buy something that seems a little out of the ordinary but for the most part it takes you a while before you make that decision to buy something mm-hmm. and so that's called the consumer journey so along that consumer journey there's so many touch points and so the the most important so to answer your question very long winded like there's not there's never one channel the most important thing is to have one message across all those channels that's clear and i'm not saying you see the same exact thing every time like you sort of have to come to life in the language of that channel so Mm. like a tiktok what you how you do a tiktok or how you 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 tell the story of a a product on a tiktok is going to be different than what you do on a a support email or a billboard yeah but that's that's the the creativity and the excitement. That's the exciting thing I think about brand and product marketing, or like thinking about consumer marketing is how do you tie all those things together to tell that story in all of those different mediums, so that then in ultimately that language, yes, yeah. but that that they still feel connected. Yeah, I I will say, just as a consumer and as a content creator, like I'm very impressed with brands lately and the language. Like I love. Have you ever seen when someone posts a TikTok and then like randomly like Uber will comment and they'll be like, LOL, can't believe he ghosted you. Oh, and brand, it's, brands in the comments are it's, amazing. It's kind of like iconic. And it's a yes. new thing. Brands yes. in the comments. And it's like. You know, it's like some fun, funny, like Gen Z person, like doing running Uber's account or running Rare Beauty. I mean, honestly, yeah. the woman who runs Rare Beauty's account is hysterical. <laughs> she is wonderful. She is so funny. And she's smart. Like, you witty. have to be smart words, to be witty. Yeah. 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 But to win in the comments, what's interesting about that? I I watch that too. I'm obsessed. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. 
they've got it like brands used to not be able to relinquish control no you know and so to be able to like win in the comments respond right away have something funny with personality Mm -hmm. that's Provocative yet not offensive, like all of the th- checks, all of the boxes. A little bit juicy. A little bit juicy, it but not like uh, the you brand. can't say that. Yeah, correct. Human, like that's brands getting comfortable with creative, mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting. That would be fun like... to watch. Twitter brands on Twitter for a while have been doing yes, that. Yes, that's true. But it's they're better on TikTok, I think. Yeah, I I love watching when brands. I, I feel like that is. Whenever I see a brand comment something funny like that, yeah. I'm like, whoever hired that person yeah. needs a raise because that I, is genius. They're genius. Well, and I think that's what's important. Like the senior level marketers have to understand that. Mm-hmm. So I love it. Um, going back one more time to your yeah. mentorship yes. stuff on like TikTok and, and when you have your conversations with people. Yeah. First of all, are they mostly women? Mostly women. So, so I also, so I've moved. The conversation, the, it got too much. I, yeah, I ran, to too much. I, I love it so much, but I was like, what do I do? How do I scale this? Like, I'm only one person. Mm-hmm. So I started a Geneva group. You know, like Geneva, it's a it's I an heard app. you talk about this it's on an your app one of your podcasts. It's similar to Discord okay. or Slack. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, so now we, we have about two, 250 or 300 people in this Geneva group. And because it's it's just a community of career, career-minded community. Uh-huh. I, I The other thing I realized in... Yes, there was the woman who like first sort of opened my eyes to a career in beauty. I've also had friends who are like one of my best friends is the head of e-commerce for Supergroup. And Oh my gosh, awesome. She's brilliant, amazing individual, but we literally have grown up together. Mm-hmm. And so we've we've been in the same like we've been at different levels of our career at the same time. And when you have a problem at work, sometimes you can't you don't want to talk to HR. Sometimes you don't want to talk to a coworker. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't talk to your sibling or your family cuz maybe they don't know. But to have a friend and have a community who are like also going through sort of similar career-minded things mm-hmm. is so beneficial. So I thought, oh gosh, because what I noticed on when I would go on TikTok Live, the same people would show up, so mm-hmm. and they would talk to one another, and they started becoming they friends. Say, yeah, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and they would, and I was like, gosh, Love there's it. like a community version like growing here. And so I started this thing, and it's just been really fun to see that they we like had a little meet up like a virtual meet up last night and we post job listings and like inspiration and other like when I see things like articles that I like or they like they but they've been helping one another and so it's really cool to watch these conversations happen yeah they they are they are becoming so my friend's name is Caroline so they are becoming one another's Caroline I'm like I just want everyone to have their Carol or Michael Michael's my other yeah work wife or work husband or whoever like have your work bud that's amazing I you have to have a podcast oh and then I'm toying with I want to do an email newsletter. So I'm only one voice. I I get a lot of the similar questions from people. I'm only one point of view. I don't know. I've only had my experience. I have other friends in similar positions who would have a different – they might have a different answer to some of these questions. Mm. The, the, everyone deserves to hear what they have to say too. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to get on TikTok. They don't want to. You have to have a podcast and have them on as guests. I, I know. Or, or like an email. Because then I was like, I want to do an email newsletter. But then I also want to profile the people in this group, too, because I'm like super inspired by them. I think I, even if you had some of the people that you are essentially mentoring on your podcast. They're fascinating. Yeah, like, th- I just love them. Like, I would want to hear yeah. what questions they're asking you and yeah. your answers from them. And um, and I ask them questions. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to ask you, like, what would you say is the most common denominator or like the most common question people come to you with. How do you do it? How did you get to where you are? They okay. want a, they want a plan. 
And, and what I'm did like, you, what do you say? <laughs> no, it's okay. I was like, there's no such thing. It's not linear. And I want, like, the more I talk about how it's not linear or how I didn't know when I first started or how many times I changed jobs because mm-hmm. I was still figuring it out because you don't know your path. What, what you realize, you're going to feel more fulfilled in your career. Like, first of all, fulfilled is a tough word because you have to find a career that's fulfilling mm. but not your fulfillment and man did it take me a long time to figure that one out <laughs> fulfilling not your fulfillment. fulfillment whoa okay what would you say is your fulfillment <sighs> that's a crazy line family gonna friends family you know fa- like having a well-rounded life uh. and not anything for so many years i put so much into my career that it was my fulfillment but that's when you get so stressed out that's when with, if something goes wrong like you have to, you have to, it took me a while to take a step back and put things into perspective and realize that there is a whole bigger world out there. Like shit hit the fan when something at work went wrong because that was your And you fulfillment. think that that's your life. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it is, it's, it's an interesting, it's something that I have to balance a lot because I have put so much time and energy and, and so much of, of who I am is what I've done in my career. And you could say that's good or you could say that's bad. I toy, you know, I, I, it's, it's a very interesting. It's a really interesting conversation. I feel like you're speaking to me because like my biggest, one of my greatest struggles is like trying to balance crap. Like I'm young right now. Mm -hmm. Do I just grind this shit out and like be, I know I could be successful in this regard if I just grind right now. But like, also I'm like, how do I make, like, I, I want to have fun. I want to go on dates. I want to get drunk. I want to. Whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, I did. I did that too. Okay, but I I, I want to ask you like, when I'm at a crossroads and it's like I have a really fun opportunity to like go out and maybe see a cute boy I like or like you know get have fun with my friends whatever, fun event whatever it is or I like have a really important like work deadline like how do you decide what to choose? That is tough. You got to figure out how to do both. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure you know, out. I think the hardest thing is like how do you maximize the day so that you can still have the life at night? Yeah. Like the the one rule I've had, I especially when I worked at the agency, God, I remember this was early, early days. I was working at a PR agency twenty years ago. Many years ago. And I remember this woman like ordered wine to the office and she's like, Let's keep working and order wine. And I was like, This is where it ends. Like this is so I you know like if you start having wine and dinner at the office you never go home yeah so I always had a rule of like no dinner at the office mm-hmm. because you don't go home and especially if like for those of the listeners who have worked in the agency world it's it's very easy to sort of keep nonstop. it going and work nonstop same with being it's a creator cl- it's correct. like con- well goodness yeah that's nonstop that's very interesting I think that people don't totally understand because there's no. There's no off. There's no and there's no playbook. Like it, there, it hasn't been around long enough as and a, as you a don't career have a, path. You don't check out or you don't um, clock out. Mm-mm. And so you have to sort of teach yourself those own boundaries. And so that's why it's like, how do you? I don't know. If it's time batching or maximize your day so that you have these an eight hour day where you can say, all right, I did it. Mm-hmm. I, I knocked it out. The other thing is, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Wow. Don't let. I'm not the. So, Obama said that some. Someone else said it. I, I should like, probably Google it. Yeah, that is not a Katie Welch original. Katie Welch. No, it is not. It is not. But it is something that is in my brain all the time because I, you, you can like good over- is sometimes great. It's good. Thank you. Exactly. And you might be fine just letting it go. Let go. Like God, I say that a lot. Let like go. just let yeah. it go. It's gonna be fine. Like hit send. 
Yeah. Listen, check your e- check for the grammar. Don't make a stupid mistake. Yeah. Don't be sloppy. But sometimes you can just so that you can go it's to not dinner. Be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, I find I need to sleep. Yeah, same. Oh my so God. I will I'm go cranky. out to dinner, but you know, I don't know, maybe only one glass of wine, not three. Yeah. Do you ever looking back on your? Because I feel like you've had such a epic career. Do you ever look back and have any? I don't want to say regrets because that's such a strong word, yeah. but like, do you ever wish you would have hung out with friends more or like whatever? Because you have such a successful career or are you like, no, that was worth it? I mean, I'm going to say the dating, like you listen to, I wish I, ha- it's so interesting. Like I wish in my 20s I had thought about finding the, a better, or in my 30s, 40s, today, every day, a, a partner. Like really, when you when you date, when you're looking for someone who is truly a partner and someone who could who you would want to uh, have in your life versus a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whomever, you know, whatever. Whoa! Because I this is crazy. Always like I had great boyfriends, you know, yeah. and had fun, and you know whether it was like a chef, a New York City chef uh-huh. who broke my heart. <laughs> fun man was were those fun years. But that wasn't who I, you know, that wasn't the, no offense, that wasn't the partner. Okay, so. It wasn't meant to be, so looking back, but I didn't know that at the time, it wasn't a hindsight. And I think, you know, I think it's very interesting. Growing up, I don't think the conversations around work-life balance in the 90s and early 2000s were happening the way they are today. There was no, there. I, I read Lean In, whether you like, um, whether you like that book or not, like one of the main things she talks about is how she found her husband early on because she thought about wanting to find that partner who who is like supportive of her. That wasn't her. I didn't know that was a thing. Like I literally had Samantha Jones. Like that was was on TV. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching Sex in the City. Great. Me. I was being broken up with by a post-it. Thank you very much, Jack Berger. But thank you very much, Jack Berger. <laughs> like not. I, there were no, there was no lean in. There was no well, you know work life balance business. There, there wasn't many jobs where we were just talking about clocking out. Yeah. There weren't many jobs that um, weren't not clocking out. Like, yeah. I, I feel like being an entrepreneur. That's true. Doing all your, these things after typical work yeah. hours is so normalized now. Yeah. So now people are like, this is how you do work life yeah. balance. Agency and beauty's always had pretty long, crazy, crazy hours. And, but I, I think I, I do think you can be smart about your day and not work a long day. Okay. What – if you were talking to me. I, listen, right. do I live by those rules day in, day out? No, no, no. But no. I do – But you I, try. Yeah. That's all that matters you is you try. try. A for effort. Um, I'm 24. Yeah. And I'm, like, going on dates and I dabble in the, yeah. you know, dating, whatever. Yeah. What – like, if I went to any of my friends and I was like, I'm trying to find my life partner, they'd be like, you're crazy. Like, shut up. You're 24. But, like, what are some qualities I can start? I don't know. Because the other thing is, yeah. Like, I can start looking for. Or, like, what, what what advice would you give me? I guess. And listen, here's the other thing. Okay. I am perfect. Like, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm You so, are also, successful. You're happy. Yeah, I'm that's also great. not trying to say. It's more that if you want that. I think I never took – Which I do. I was so focused on my career. When I look – because one of the questions you asked me, do you think you can have it all? And I do. I do think you can. I think you have to remember to have it all. You have to think about it. And I think I was so focused in my 20s and 30s. And I was living in New York City. My God, everyone around me was the same way. Mm -hmm. Like we were all just working and going to dinner and having fun and then working. And so it's not like I – 
that that was what I saw. So that felt no- normal, and and it is normal, and it is is wonderful if that is your choice. But if you want to think about you, you have to sort of be cognizant about it, and you have to think about it as much as you think about your career. That's really, just, I listen. Do not, that's, that's not written in stone. That's just when I look back and I think, huh, maybe there were different choices I could have made, or you know. But but I'm am I upset about it? Do I regret it? Oh, does my my mom probably is like yes, <laughs> moms, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that I also think, gosh, would I have had you know relationships or compromise? I haven't met anyone that I've wanted to compromise for. Okay, so what advice would you give me going yeah. on dates and stuff? Like, what what do you mean? Like, what do I look for in a partner? Like, what should I look for in a partner? You think? Because I want to be able to work, do my thing, be be someone who's excited for you. Okay, wow, that's great. Excited for you, like shares your enthusiasm. Like, let's say you're you 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 have, um, your name is in a headline, or you have X amount of views on something that or downloads mm-hmm. that you got so excited about. They should be just as excited as you are. Wow, that's such good advice. Because I, I have, love that. I have been in. I have experienced things where they weren't. Which they should be your biggest fan. 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really good. What else? Especially in the role that you're in right now. You yeah. know like, what I mean? Like, because it's, it's such a unique, like, they may not understand. Like, per genuinely se. excited, too. Yeah. Not just like, hee hee. Sharing your excitement. Yeah. yeah. Like, genuinely. Yeah. I think that's so simple, but and so true. And then kindness. Uh huh. Kindness. There's, you know, there's no substitute for kindness. Mm hmm. Wow, that's crazy. I'm like blown away by the excitement thing because I feel like yes, I, I always I always say this on this podcast, but it's so hard when you're female and you're successful and like guys get super intimidated and resentful at girls for that. And I'm like, oh, so you don't want me to like be happy and be successful and get my coin or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just the most weird effed up thing because we reward men for doing that. Yeah. I just read an article that said that said there won't be if we're going at the rate that we're going right now there won't be gender equity or like parity and like like gender true gender equality for another 134 years oh my god isn't that wild that is wild though my friend who's the founder of chief uh which is a women's networking group incredible business she wrote a piece for fortune and i just read it last night and i was like oh wow that's crazy that's no joke yeah. yeah so in our lifetime, there will not be true. So that's bananas. Instead of being deterred by that, we should be fueled by that. Yeah. What do you say you try and do to relax? Do you have a hard time relaxing? No. What I've learned, like <laughs> after six o'clock, my brain just sort of shuts off. Oh, really? So I just am like, all right, it's, we're done here. Is that what, when do you start work? Slash, like when do you end? Uh, like. I start looking at stuff in, in the sevens. Yeah. Uh, well, I know. You emailed me at seven this morning. <laughs> but I don't, but I don't, like, expect others to. I don't really start the day until yeah, eight. No, my... Sometimes I have eight o'clock calls, but usually like nine. Uh-huh. Okay, eight or nine, and then you clock out at six? Or that's when your brain shuts off? That's usually when my brain shuts off. Okay. I used to not, though. But I found it's, I have to, I stay on and I'll, 
lately my I'm not good at email and I have to get like that's what I've got to figure out how to get better at email it's just so tough it Um, is tough I'm not great at it either because I spend so much time in the day talking to people and then you have to go back and figure out when to do so that's I think is the hardest part of working today at any level is how do you control the, the emails the email because you're expected to respond to the email and respond in person during the day so when you're stuck in day-to-day meetings back to back it's tough that's it's what's a real th- issue i think in today's mm-hmm. working environment any any business so what do you do when you check out like what, do you go home what do you have what do you what are you like, like to cook a, okay i like to cook a lot um, wow yes so that is calming to me what's finding like your a go-to recipe. meal i don't have one because i collect cookbooks i Whoa. love cookbooks okay so opening up a cookbook doing a new recipe there's a cook right now i'm loving simply julia julia tertian oh my gosh cookbook amazing delicious uh she has a she has a a, this is okay very easy one this is a salad dressing Uh that is uh four parts it's a fourth of a cup of tahini fourth of a cup of olive oil love tahini uh soy sauce and apple cider vinegar oh put it in like a little mason jar shake it up delicious really so good you can like dip veggies in it put it in like a kale salad uh-huh. do you so make easy. your are you going in office we are now yeah and then, not that well now yeah yes so do you so make your yes. lunch do you bring it or do you yeah. order okay oh my gosh you do yeah and do, is it something different every time usually like a iteration of a kale salad oh my gosh with some horrible. sort of dressing or like yeah do you ever order like postmates food i'm trying not to but like where do you order from i'm so curious like where are your go-to's a lot. Well, sushi a lot, sure. Sugarfish or whatever. Yeah. Um, Love a lot. Sugarfish. Malibu. Malibu Farm. Is that what it's called? Not Malibu Farm. That's the delicious restaurant. Malibu. There's just like a quick serve restaurant that's called Malibu something. Oh. In the South Bay. Well, sushi. Yeah, a lot of sushi. I do sushi as well. Do you, where do you grocery shop? Okay, I'm everywhere. So sometimes I'll do like Ralph's and Vaughn's and then Lazy Acres, which is kind of like a Whole Foods, or Trader Joe's. A lot of Trader Joe's. Love Trader Joe's. A lot of Trader Joe's. Like, how can you not do Trader Joe's when you can go and that whole basket is $30 versus like $80 or $100? It's crazy. But I have my, yeah, I have my go-tos at Trader Joe's. What are your go-tos? Well, all their their veggies are so good. So Mm -hmm. I do a lot of veggie. Uh, I love the dips. The dips are delicious. Incredible. They had a cacio e pepe, (gasps) like sauce wait i need to try that i've it's heard of it delicious that with some uh whatever whole wheat pasta have you had Ooh, the, the john and vinnie's cacio oh my oh, god so yes good. delicious so good so good yeah and to make cacio pepe is really easy really yes oh my gosh i need the to do it the secret is in the pasta water you add a little bit of you save pasta water and you put it in at the end uh, get a recipe so like, follow it i um, even the john and vinnie's what's the famous the vodka the, the penne vodka, penne vodka. Penne, yeah. that's easy to make or the spicy fusilli. spicy, spicy fusilli. Yeah. that's easy to make i um my friend Libby and I, she lives in Chicago and she's from Indiana as well. Yeah. So we tried, we're trying to make 30 new meals this Good. like year because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a bad ordering or like yeah. takeout yeah. habit. So I just want to learn and like I want to have my go-tos. Yeah. So I'm trying to learn. So if you have any recommendations, let's send over the, the recipe. I'll try um, it. A vegan chili that was really good. Crockpot is very easy. Yeah. Crockpot. Okay, you know how like <laughs> talk how, about being from the Midwest. Listen, exactly. I know. Listen, tell me you're from the Midwest. Yeah, crockpot. Crockpot recipe. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know how like hot rollers are coming back on TikTok yeah. and everyone's like, oh my. First of all, very Midwest. Yeah. Hot rollers, uh-huh. but like hot rollers 
are to kitchen appliance, <laughs> or hair to hair appliances, what yes. the crock pot is to the kitchen appliance. Buffalo chicken dip in the crock pot. Delicious. Mwah. Oh my God. Remember those like big, did you ever do those like big bread bowls? Yes. With like the dill dip, pumpernickel bread yes. bowl with the dill dip in the center. And, and there's like, a bunch of like delicious. stuff around it. Oh yeah. So Oh, good. like a seven layer dip. Oh. That's very Midwestern, right? I love a right? dip. I love, no, I love a dip. <laughs> so there's a woman who's my friend who works at Sephora. We bonded over dips once, and we were like, "Wait a second, we're gonna have a business, and it, we're gonna do. It's gonna call, be called like Delicious Dips or Dip Something or Dip City. I don't know. We had a whole yeah. brainstorm about it. We wanted it to be a restaurant that was solely dips, all the different That's dips. So smart, and then all of the different sort of like dippers. You could get chips yeah. and crackers and like veggies, veggies, whatever. whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. I should. You know what we should do is have a dip party, oh, and wait. everyone has to bring a dip. Oh my God, BYOD. Bring BYOD. <laughs> BYOD. <laughs> That's that would be iconic. so fun. Yeah. Think of the delicious dip. Oh, you know what I made the other day? Speaking of, is in the air, <laughs> air fryer. In the air fryer. Air fryer is key. Yeah. You need an air fryer. Uh, a buffalo cauliflower. Oh, easy. I've been making with it with like Frank's. It's very easy. So and almond good. flour. So okay. it's like healthy, but not. Like oh, almond flour. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to try that out. It's fun, and like cooking is not. It's not that hard. You just have to try. And like, who cares if it doesn't. Tastes good. It's just you. I know. I've been or your en- roommate or a friend or whomever. Yeah, I've been enjoying it lately because I feel like it gets me off my phone. That's just it. Yeah, and yes. it's rewarding and it's yeah. like, it's kind of mindless. Yeah. But like, it's also, I'm accomplishing something. Yeah. I don't know. I just hate the dishes. The worst. Yeah. The worst part about it. But soups, I cook. Oh, there's a black bean soup that I love. It's very, very, very easy. Um, it was in one of the Gwyneth Paltrow cookbooks. So good. And that you make it in on like a Sunday and then you can eat on it. Bring it to work with oh my gosh, salads. Amazing. So easy. Okay, you're inspiring so I like me to cooking. Cook. Um, I go on I have to be outside. I go on hikes and walks all the time. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we should go on a hike. I love Anytime. hiking and walking. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like I never regret it. Correct. Oh, that's a great way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if I'm like essentially wasting time when I could have been doing a work thing. Yeah. I'm actually more productive because it like gets me clears the cobwebs in your head. It gets the blood flowing. Clears yeah. the cob yeah, all of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I love. I went on a walk this morning. Oh my god, I saw a rainbow this morning. Oh wow! It was. Can I tell you? So I saw a rainbow, and I'm of course like you pull out your phone, you've got to take a picture of yeah. it because like Picard didn't happen. And then <laughs> I, the everyone was so nice about it. It was like, who, where do I live? Everyone was like, did you see the rainbow? Did you see the rainbow? <gasps> Three strangers said to me, did you see the rainbow? And then I swear, I turned around, I saw another person high five someone about the rainbow. About the rainbow. It was. <laughs> It was like in a world right now where we're going through such horrible shit and it yes. just seems like dark and awful every time you turn on anything. I love that. And then there were people high-fiving perfect strangers over a rainbow. Yeah. It was what I needed this morning. Wait. So that's what you find on the walks. I love that. Yeah. Have you heard of the, um, I think it's Mel Robbins' podcast where she says <laughs> oh, like high-five yourself? Yes. And I, it's so Did funny. Did you try it? Because, <laughs> yes. But I will say like growing up in the Midwest – it's such a big thing to like high five, like nux, like do all that. And yeah. I do that here. And I, I I, always notice people are like, did she just nux me? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I think it's so true. Like, it's kind of like. It's like a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 I don't know. Something about it. But yeah. I guess to wrap this all. Wait, up, speaking of wait, Mel. Yeah. Okay. This is related to Mel, but not. Have you ever tried the Miracle Morning? Wait, I've heard of that, but explain more. Okay. It's a lot. I've heard of it. Is and it I the two-hour morning routine? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess it could be if you wanted it to. What is it? It's called Savers. I, I've heard of this. I just, I, I don't so know I, about I, it I, as much. I, I'm not going to say that I do this regularly, but there are parts of it that I'm like, oh gosh, that is, that was really beneficial. So S is um, 
silence. So you so meditation. A is affirmations. So reading your morning affirmations. V is a visualization, sort of reminding yourself of whatever your thing is that you're working on. E is exercise, R is just getting your tush moving. It doesn't like it could just be a walk around the block. Yeah. Um, R is reading, reading something positive in the morning, and then the final S is scribe, which is like gra- journaling, doing okay, a gratitude I have heard journal. Of this. And it's like to do all of those. It's kind of a lot in the morning. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, but if you like figure out what works for you, and mm-hmm. if it's like just gratitude What's journaling most every morning, beneficial, yeah, or if it's w- the walking and the affirmation, then cool. The five minute journal. I heard you were talking about it. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, and oh, it, good. I'm not kidding you. It literally is the difference between a good and a bad day. Yeah. Like I, I, it makes a difference for yeah. me if I do it. You know, uh, my friend Christina Zilber, the mm-hmm. founder of Jouet, she's the one who got me started on that a couple years ago. And she even has a um, like a picture of a page that she brings with her when she travels, or she, somehow she has a digital version of it. It's, I don't know. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, or maybe it's in her note, iPad, notepad, or something. Yeah, yeah, guys, definitely check out Five Minute Journal. It's like it's great. Yeah, I gave it to my team for the holidays. It's such a good gift. Yeah. What my last question that yes. I have to ask you: What are you doing to make moves right now? Whether it's in your career, in your dating life, in personal, what is it? Okay, what am I doing to make moves? Right now, like what's top of mind for you? We have a lot going on with Rare Beauty right now. So a lot of whether it's like new products coming out, new campaigns coming out. So a lot of a lot of rare, good, really exciting Rare Beauty stuff. Um, and then I am having a lot. I'm really having I want to figure out how I can help other people at my level share their knowledge and s- Ooh, scale their that. scale their expertise because it does, you know, as I learned being a content creator, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. And, I, and so it's want not that I would help time. others to get on TikTok per se, but there's got to be a way, whether if I, I do an email or a podcast or something, to share all the great insights that they have too. So I want to figure that out. Okay. Katie, where can everyone follow you, find you, get your TikToks, all the things? At Katie Welch, K-A-T-I-E-W-E-L-C-H. It's the same everywhere. Love it. Thank Amazing. you. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. This, this was, was the best. the best conversation. You're just wonderful. <laughs> no, I, the feeling is mutual. It's mutual. <laughs> anyway, guys, don't forget to follow Katie, like, subscribe on the podcast, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, at TK's Juicy Polls, and follow the Making Moves Instagram. Always posting reels, fun stuff on there. And be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. 
but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 